Poppy and Lee on Listener. It's breakfast whenever you want it. Certainly is right across the day or even into the night. I mean, you can do it in the mid-morning if you'd like to as well, whenever you want it. Hey, it's Lee with you. I'm going to be catching up with the Mayor of Tomorrowshire, Rick Furman, uh, throughout the course of today. And, of course, the big news over the last 24 hours is the federal budget and how that is going to affect you, how it's going to affect the hip pocket. So the bloke who we've got to have a chat about this is the federal member for the Riverina, Michael McCormack. Michael, obviously a huge night last night with the announcements around the budget. Let's start with some of the uh, positive stuff. There's been uh, relief for low to middle income earners. There's been some uh, handouts that have been put forward. And the fuel excise, I think, is a fuel excise cut, I think, is one that everyone's going to be happy with. Can you run us through a little bit from the budget? Yeah, look, let's do the fuel excise first. So uh, people in the Riverina, of course, right across the country are going to save 22 cents per litre every time they fill up their car. So for a family with two cars, could mean a saving of around $30 a week or $700 over the next six months of that fuel excise cut program. So you talk about the uh, low and middle income earners and uh, those people who are, who are who are doing a tough, pensioners and disability support uh, recipients, uh, carers, they're going to be receiving, there's 51,604 of them across our region who are going to get that uh, one-off cost of living payment of $250. So that is a, a significant saving for them. I mean, and, and people who are actually earning an income or already getting uh, the you know tax breaks. And so that builds on that. I'm really pleased that there's another $500 million for the local roads community infrastructure program. Now, I put that in place when I was the Deputy Prime Minister. That means for our region, for the 12 councils that I look after, $13.8 million of additional money. Just, just to break it down a little bit, Wagga Wagga's going to get more than $2 million. Cooleman, $772,000. Juni, $587,000. Lockhart, eight. That's money that's going to go into local pockets because they're local jobs, local procurement, but also building the sort of infrastructure around the region that, uh, you know, makes such a difference to community capacity and community amenities. So I'm really, really, really pleased about that. The fuel excise was only for six months. What's the forecast after that six-month period? Will that just mean 22 cents goes straight back up or it's... What's the, well, let's see what happens. The, I mean, obviously the, the Ukraine situation has caused that problem and, uh, you know, the the, uh, the price of fuel is uh, probably as volatile as anything at the moment given the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So let, let's see what happens uh, in Kiev and in and around that, uh, that uh, Eastern European country. Hopefully uh, Putin's invading forces will have withdrawn. Hopefully they will have been well and truly sent back to Moscow and hopefully the situation will have resolved itself such that the fuel situation around the world is far more stable and the price comes down naturally and organically at any rate. We've seen also an extension of this low and middle income tax offset. That's the 1080 bucks that came in, I think it was for the 2018 financial year. Is that something that's likely to be extended next year as well? Or is that going to, because once that gets taken away, that's effectively a tax rise at this point almost. Well, let, let's wait and see. And so yeah. there's uh, 61,700 taxpayers in the River and Central West will benefit from tax relief of up to $1,500 this year. And that's made up of the $1,080 lower and middle income tax offset and the $420 cost of living tax offset. So I'm not going to go too far into the future. I mean, we've got an election coming up in May. And so projections 
uh, out from you know the, the 12 months that we've, we've got uh, ahead of us. Uh, let, let's wait and see what happens. There'll be another budget in the meantime, so uh, we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, with that election, have you had any word on when it's going to be? Do we get the inside scoop? I spoke to the Prime Minister uh, uh, briefly last night. I uh, had a good little exchange and... Uh, uh, he didn't give me the date. Uh, only he and he knows that. But I'm I'm assuming it's going to be you know, May 14 or May 21. It yeah. has to be around. It has to be May 21. Uh, well, it can't be any later than May 21. Put it that way. And so we'll we'll, we'll wait and see. That's uh, something that uh, I'm sure we'll get out and sell the budget over the next week or so. And I'm pretty sure the Prime Minister will then drive out to Yarralumla and uh, see the Governor General and um, say to. Uh, uh, retired General David Hurley. Well, let's have the election. Let's have it on this date, and uh, then the writs will be issued, and we'll go from there. Chatting this morning to local member for the Riverina, Michael McCormack. A couple of ones that probably have been, haven't had the publicity that they deserve. One around the PBS threshold being being lowered. This is great news for people who are on regular medications. Well, it does, because it means that instead of having to have 48 scripts, they're only going to have to have 36 in many of those circumstances. But not only that, uh, and reducing, of course, the PBS safety net threshold is important. Uh, since coming to office, the government has made nearly 2,900 new or amended medicine listings throughout that PBS. And the budget includes new PBS listings for breast cancer, for cystic fibrosis. That, that's life-saving. That's life-saving, and, and I know there's been stories uh, emanating, you know, around the around the, the local region from cystic fibrosis sufferers who, for them, that means such a difference. Some of those drugs, are, you know, they're, they're in the order of hundreds of thousands of dollars, and people just can't afford them. And so, I appreciate the drug companies have to make their money because they've they've put all the research into it, but uh, for the the, the government. Uh, to be able to list those on the PBS is is really important. And it saves people's lives. It gives them that quality of life that they otherwise wouldn't have had. And indeed, it extends their life and saves their life. One of the big issues, of course, has been cost of living and the uh, wages growth compared to inflation. Again, there's fairly optimistic looks at what the wages growth is going to look like over the next couple of years. What do you think is going to happen with that? And how can the government support those uh, that growth? Well, when you grow the economy, and that's what uh, that's what we the, the whole budget is intended to do to grow the economy, to provide the job opportunities, to provide uh, that economic spurt that we so need. After well, we've had some disasters in recent years. Let's face it, and even the Lismore situation at the moment is very, very worrying. Uh, it hasn't gone away, and of course, the recovery and relief efforts will go on for months, if not years. But you, you take COVID, you take drought, you take uh, bushfires. Uh, notwithstanding we've ever had a mouse plague. I mean, those things have had a, such a deleterious effect on the economy. But uh, there's jobs out there. The Regional Australia Institute has identified more than 72,000 of them throughout just regional Australia, of course. And there's good, well-paying jobs. And I'm, I'm actually buoyed. You, you go around Wagga Wagga on the weekend, the Beers and Gears Festival, uh, you look at the sort of things that are happening, shows are back on, uh, you've got... Uh, uh, community events, sport is back on and, and people, you know, the doors of business are open. People aren't having to wear masks. There's a good feeling in the air. There's optimism in the air and last night's budget only adds to that. Uh, Michael, thank you for your time this morning. Uh, before I let you go, I have been told I've got to ask you about your cricket grand final recently. Uh, contractually obliged, I believe, to talk about this. 
Well, I was the only Australian-born player in a team made up of uh, Indians, Pakistanis and Sri Lankans. What a great mob of blokes. This Michael's Warriors, captain by Shazad Murr. And we won the grand final, unbeaten. I only played a couple of games. I was lucky enough to uh, be called up from fourth grade because some of their players had gone back to uh, to India to look after their ill parents through COVID and uh, lucky enough to get a game. I didn't trouble the score in the grand final, but was part of it and uh, very proud of it. They're, they're a great bunch of blokes. And who would have thought that a team of, uh, uh, you know, Indian, Sri Lankan and uh, and Pakistani cricketers uh, would win a premiership in Wagga? This just wouldn't happen 10 years ago. And, and it shows the, the changing dynamics of Wagga Wagga, but a great bunch of blokes and very much looking forward to going to flock this Saturday. Uh, Naveed's putting on a bit of a celebration of sorts and uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, well, thank you very much for your time today. Of course, uh, federal budget has been released and we wait with bated breath for that election announcement. Michael McCormack, federal member for the Riverina there. Uh, we've, we catch up each and every week with one of the mayors from around our region and one of our very favourites in the top dozen at least is the mayor of Tamora Shire, Rick Firm, and he joins me. G'day, Rick. Good morning. Good morning. Very diplomatic. You should get into politics, Lee. Oh, no, no, no. I'll leave that to the professionals. Uh, <laughs> mate, it's, um, it's been a really big time for tomorrow, and I know that uh, regional communities are crying out for doctors, and you've got a new one in town, which is good to see. Oh, uh, Lee, look, we are, we are tickled pink, and that's an understatement. Uh, Dr Shiraz, he has uh, he's responded to our... Uh, uh, our interesting uh, quack quest, which is certainly very unique, and it certainly got us the well, the local, the the state, the national, the international attention that uh, it was set out to do. And uh, I, I actually, uh, our federal member Michael McCormack and I actually uh, caught up with him uh, oh, only two weeks ago, actually after work. And uh, <laughs> what, a, what a genuine, genuine fellow who's already started hanging crap on Michael and I, so I didn't take him on. Fantastic. He'll fit right in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, oh, look, he just feels so blessed and so grateful to, um, yeah, to be in our Tamora Shire community, but also to the, in the beautiful Riverina region. And, uh, yeah, and, and they want to contribute. His wife's an engineer. He's got youngsters. They're really, really keen to uh, play their role, not only professionally, but also as um, as public-minded citizens. And uh, I said to him, you'll reap what you sow, Doc. You know, you give everything you can to our community and to the region, then you'll get it back times 10. And hopefully uh, some more, more doctors to follow to our regions. Um, Too right. Some good news from the uh, Tomorrow District Education Fund as well. This is a great program. Oh, thank you. Look, and you've been great supporters whenever we're promoting, uh, you know, applications and celebrating uh, our youngsters. Uh, you and Poppy have been marvellous, and, and we thank you for that. But, yes, we, we're just so thrilled that uh, we're able to announce $36,000 in grants to 25 Tamora Shire uh, students. Oh, well, I suppose, uh, yeah, post-school, uh, whether they are going to TAFE to be a tradesman or whether it's a, a lawyer, a doctor, um, physio, whatever it may be. Uh, as long as they have a passion for what they want to do, we want to help them. And, and I look at it, Lee, and our board and I and our community and generous benefactors, we have helped uh, 303 Tamora Shire young people to the tune of 390000 in grants and matching grants since we were formed in 2008. And that's something we're mighty proud of, I can yeah. tell you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, speaking of the people who you're proud of, the uh, Sportsperson of the Year Awards are open for your district. How can we nominate? 
Well, you can nominate uh, online for our annual Sportsman of the Year awards. And, of course, we haven't been able to have a dinner, an awards dinner for the last two years, Lee, which has been so, so frustrating uh, for many and varied reasons. Uh, however, we're back in action this year and they can uh, go on to Council's website that will, they can download those nomination forms for Sportsman of the Year, Senior Sportsman, uh, sorry, Junior Sportsman of the Year, Intermediate, and also the various categories as far as coach, junior, senior team, administrator. And also the Lifetime Achievement Award is a, one of our very, very, very special awards. And, uh, and, and all people have to do is just take the time to think about someone that, that needs to be honoured. I mean, you, you've read about our amazing Grace Krause, of course, you know, in Little Athletics. She is she's just uh, competed at the uh, the national Little Athletics Championships and, uh, you know, winning gold, a gold or two golds, I understand, and a silver, you know, that that's just phenomenal. But Grace by name, Grace by nature, I'm sure she'll feature in the awards uh, along with many, many others that have done well. So we very much look forward to that. Now, dinner is on Friday the 20th of May. And Len Pascoe, you might remember, yep. yeah, the, the cricketing legend, uh, Mr. Pascoe will be our special guest speaker, and we can't wait. He's a very good speaker. I've seen him at a couple of sports dinners, and he's oh, outstanding. Oh, beautiful. Well, I haven't, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, chatting this morning with Mayor of Tomorrow Shire, Rick Furman. Rick, the Tomorrow Arts Centre's got its official opening on Friday as well. This is great. Uh, look, it, it really and truly is, Lee. This is something that certainly the previous council started, uh, and this council will obviously get to see the final structure officially opened on Friday the 8th of May, uh, I your pardon, Friday the 8th of April. Uh, our federal member, Michael McCormack, will be doing the honours. He allocated us some uh, dollars in a grant, which, uh, which we are so grateful for. Council have contributed as well. Uh, this is a space that uh, all those in Tamora Shire can benefit, whether it's to, to have a meeting or whether you're arts and culture related, you can host, uh, you know, painting sessions, you can do all sorts of different things uh, in that space. And we are growing uh, as a community. Of course, we're sports mad, as you know, but uh, also in terms of uh, arts and culture, we're, we're growing as well. And, and that's, uh, that's fairly special stuff too in our book. Before I let you go, Rick, uh, of course, the budget last night, how did the Tomorrow Shire fare in the budget? Well, Lee, we're, we're great because we know that the, the well's going to run dry one day in terms of dollars. It, it just, you know, it, it's just phenomenal how, um, uh, how uh, I don't know, budget repair doesn't seem to be a, a trendy term anymore. But having said that, we uh, hold the view that um, all donations are gratefully received and will be faithfully applied. And Mr McCormack's reached out to all of the Riverina mayors, and uh, he rang us this morning and advised that we'll receive $825,000 under the Local Roads Community Infrastructure Grant Program that he initiated to his credit. Uh, so that is something that, well, yeah, we're going to have to celebrate because we're just uh, so grateful and uh, we will uh, consider where that goes, whether, you know, obviously roads is a high priority, but at the end of the day, we are so, so grateful uh, for that particular grant. Absolutely. Well, Mr Mayor, it has been wonderful to catch up again and thank you so much for your time and for the work that you do around your community. Uh, Mayor of Tomorrow Shire, Rick Furman, joining us. And Rick, we'll catch up with you again shortly.
Thank you, Lee, and thanks for your warm interest and support of, of us and our uh, wider Riverina region. No, an absolute pleasure as always. Mayor of Tomorrow Show, Rick Furman there. And about wrapping it up for me today, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Got all the tips for you tomorrow, all the NRL, all the AFL action. What's happening? Who should you be on? Who is going to help you win those tipping competitions? Well, Anthony Maroon and Beck Miller across the NRL and AFL respectively will hopefully point you in the right direction. In the meantime, have a great one. Catch you tomorrow. Poppy and Lee. Weekdays from 6 on the Riverinas Triple M. And whenever you want them on Listener.